Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to a new episode of Field Days, an award-winning podcast about news and hot topics related to the Michigan Department of Corrections. Here are your almost witty hosts, Chris Gouts and Greg Straub. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Field Days Podcast. I'm Greg Straub, joined as always by the department spokesperson, Chris Gouts. Chris, it's one of my favorite days on the podcast. You know why. Because you get to talk. Well, that's it's always my favorite day for that. You know that. But uh, we have, we're going to highlight an FOA employee. And that's always fun for me to do on the podcast. Um, you know, I love highlighting all the great staff that we have here. But it's extra fun when, when we get an FOA employee on here. So very excited to really highlight one of, I, I would say, if you have, if you would have met him at the new agent school graduation, you would agree with me that a very energetic, up and coming, just real go-getter as a field agent who wants to make a difference and change the lives of individuals. So I'm excited to have him on here as a new employee who's, who's just finished his training. He's going to start working his caseload now. And you know, I'm, I'm very, very, very excited to talk to uh, Dan Webb. So Dan, thank you very, very much for coming on Field Days and having a chat with us. I am honored to be here, truly. I've listened to this podcast many times and to be a guest on it's kind of surreal well i will apologize for chris and i then that you had to suffer <laughs> through that so but thank you for saying that we, we do we do appreciate it and chris you can probably uh talk about podcast bumps with dan you know i mean people who come on the podcast get uh what you what you have officially called the podcast bump right yeah that's right so someone who went from not working with us to all of a sudden being uh employed with the department maybe that's that's kind of a first we've never taken someone from you know from now i don't want to say nothing but taking someone from, from nothing to employed from, from with the MDOC. From pre-MDOC employment to MDOC employment by, by listening right. to the podcast. Yeah, I like that. Well, let's first let's first introduce you and you can talk about who you are, kind of, um, you know, what your, your work history has been and what led you to the department. So, Dan, go ahead and introduce yourself and talk about you. Sure. Yeah. Uh, thanks, guys. My name's Dan. Like, like you guys mentioned, I'm in the Kalamazoo Probation Parole Office. I'll have a primary probation caseload. My history... Born and raised in Kalamazoo, Western Michigan University a graduate, and I joined the military at 20 years old, the Army, spent five years there, got out honorably discharged, joined uh, CPS in Texas. I, I, I did a little exploring in Texas, came back to Michigan. That's where my home is, my love. So I've been drawn to working with people my entire life, and that's kind of been in the, serve, in the military, serving there, serving the people of Michigan now. I, I think it's some of the most important work we do, working with the people who are on our caseloads under the jurisdiction of the MDOC, uh, helping people right the wrongs, grow, change, just seeing the success of people starting from day one on my, in my situation on probation to uh, where they successfully discharged from probation is just truly remarkable. I uh, came from the drug treatment court, uh, working with the courts prior to this. So I've been working adjacent to uh, this Kalamazoo probation office specifically for uh, seven years now. So I got to know the agents pretty well. And I just saw what they were doing, uh, the changing, the coaching versus refereeing, as it's known as, you know, the, the quick revocation seemed to be reducing dramatically. And I just wanted to be a part of this, helping a wider pool of people. And that goes for the offenders, for the offender's family. It goes for the people in the community who, who won't become victims because of the success of the offenders. It's been a remarkable journey so far, and I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah. And so, you know, so are we. And, you know, you, you did mention the, the coaches versus ref uh, model, which is coincidentally happening in, in your region, in Region 8, which encompasses Kalamazoo. So you will be, you know, one of the first areas to implement this this model over the next 
you know, many months. So uh, it is exciting that you have that kind of starting point in, in, in how you look at the job and what you want to do in the job. Um, and you, you already answered one of my questions was, you know, what, what led you to want to work for, you know, this agency and do this work? And you kind of talked about that. So I, unless you, you know, unless you want to expound on that, that's fine. But what, like, what are your goals? Because you, you are new. You've been here since May. So you've only been here a few months. Um, you just finished up your new agent school. You know, I guess what, what's your what's your outlook for the future after when you when you get your case? So what's your expectation and what kind of what is what is your goals for working with um, this population? And, and this is one of the most exciting times. Yesterday uh, was day one after the graduation. I starting to get an internal transfer from other agents, getting on the rotation for the sentencing, and just seeing what my case will be like. And it's it's an exciting time with the, with a bright future. And my goal is to get to know the people on my caseload to learn their story, to help guide them, help show them where things went wrong, where, you know, I just am excited about offering hope, I guess. Some of these people, men and women, come to us at their lowest points. And I, I just, it does give me, it, it truly does give me drive and, and passion to help people realize what their meaning is, what their story is, to, to grow from a point of addiction or, or crime or victimizing others to to becoming a person who works, a person who gives back, a person who has a driver's small things like having a driver's license or seems small to me, but it's a huge thing in someone's life to, to build those things. So just starting with a, a general probation caseload. And I think the sky's the limit. I'm excited to see where my career goes. I, I don't know at this point. I, I'm just, I was talking to my supervisor last week. I just want to be, and this maybe sounds cheesy, but I just want to be a great agent. And that's for now. And that's, this job is all income. This is a, a lot to learn in this job. So I've got a ways to go, but I, I'm excited. Yeah, there is a lot to learn in this job. You are correct, but you, you know, you know, one one of our friends of the pod who's been on a couple times now, um, who actually came up with the coach model, Brian Lovins. I know you talked about him. Um, you saw him speak a while ago at a drug treatment court conference. You know, he talks about pathways to hope. And when you create more pathways to hope for people, people have goals. They'll keep going, right? When there's pathways to hope, when we reduce pathways to hope, people give up. And that's and that's one of the major goals of your job is to create pathways to hope for people, right? Um, so they keep going and te you're teaching them the skills, changing the behavior so that they can do those things you just talked about, right? Be successful, be employed, get a driver's license so they can go to a job. So yeah, I mean, I, what you're saying <laughs> is, the, is the direction that we are headed. I, I mean, a clear direction where we're headed. And it's amazing, Chris, when you look at this, uh, the, the people that FOA is hiring, has hired, you know, a few months into the job, can already have that that mindset and that drive to to help people. No, I agree, and I think it's really inspiring to hear someone fresh, new on the job, to hear their perspective and to hear you say you're thinking about hope and wanting to change lives and having that optimism and that positivity. Uh, I think it's good for people. One, everyone, everyone around you in that office is going to see that. See you the change that you want to make, I think that's going to be really helpful to see. And then hopefully people that are listening to this are going to hear you and, and kind of remind themselves of why they got into this job. And I think that's, I think that's really important. I mean, one, I, I want to go back to something you said earlier, you you had the military background and one, I just want to say thank you for your service. But two, I was just wondering where that came from. I mean, in, in your family, did you have people who worked for the state or worked and did service work? Or did you have people in, with a military background? Where does that drive come from in, in you? Yeah, it's been instilled in me since since childhood. My dad was in the, the military before I was born. We always talked about it growing up, and, and and it was just not necessarily expected of me, but it was supported. I uh, I, I was definitely given that step by my, my, my dad, and my, my mom is the one who's worked people, offenders, for years. 
specifically in the therapy addiction side. So it's been something I've known since since a child, uh, working with others, helping, growing, changing, you know, helping set boundaries, things like that. It's kind of been implemented in me uh, since childhood. So it's, it's not surprising, I guess, that I've gone the direction I have. Mm-hmm. And you said you worked sort of a tangentially related job before this. And so you got you got to know uh, the people, especially in, in this office that you're working uh, alongside of now. Like, how did you how did you get to that position? Like what came to be that you took that job? I started with CPS work and that was getting my feet well with case management. And then I came back to Michigan. I was able to find a Swift Insurance Sobriety Court case manager job in Barrie County, Hastings, Michigan, kind of south central area of the state which led me to then applying to the Kalamazoo Drug Treatment Corps program, which is a little bit bigger county, a little bit bigger program. So I, I saw it as a, as a bigger challenge, different population clientele. And that led me to working with the agents who are assigned to drug court still today. They are the ones who I started with, the, the, the primary and the backup agents. Those two are some Shelly Ash and Kyle and Stacey King. I want to give them a shout out. They're two of the most dedicated people in, that I know. And they, I wouldn't be here without them. They're, they're mentoring uh, officially like, I ask them questions or just me observing how they interact with offenders, how they carry themselves. It's I'm lucky to have met those two and I probably wouldn't be here without, without some of their, their guidance. Well, given you've only been, yeah. How long have you officially been on the job now? It's uh, a little over four months. May 15th was my first day. So coming up five. Okay. So, so you're in this uh, unique position now where you've got this chance. You're, you're, I mean, if I get the hierarchy, right, you're currently talking to, to me, uh, who doesn't matter who I, I'm nothing, but you're, I think you're talking to your boss's boss's boss right now in, in Greg. So given the turn out state, so what about this whole process that you've experienced? Is there anything with the good, the bad? And the, <laughs> it's, what, it what is truly, it is surreal. I can't stop saying that. And you're, you're, you're right. And you answer to the directors, you know, I'm in the, I'm in rare company here. So uh, I, I am excited. It's just, and uh, Greg said this at our graduation, uh, just don't say, or not don't say no, but just be open to new adventures. And this, this is it. Me being on this podcast is, is, is kind of anxiety inducing before as I was signing on, but uh, just be open to new possibilities and be open to new, be out of your comfort zone. No, that, that's great. Well, I, yes, I don't know about rare uh, company or anything, but uh, <laughs> we're just a couple of, a couple of knuckleheads who have have some microphones uh, that, that the state pays for. So don't feel at all nervous here. No, we're we're really excited. Chris to Gallus talk should to give you. shouldn't give anybody anxiety number one. So yeah, yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yes, no, we're 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 really excited to talk to you because like I I was true what I, I meant what I said before earlier that it's inspiring to hear you talk about how optimistic and and you are and and we talked with Brian uh, Greg and I did in a group a couple weeks back where, you know, you have to you have to be around people and you have to want to do this job and you have to believe that everyone can change. And if you don't start with that belief, you're going to really have problems. And so I, I can hear it in your voice uh, that you, you truly believe that everyone has the ability to change and you've taken on this role because you want to help people that they just need they need a little help to get there. And so I think that's really says a lot about you and your character uh, and your background that, that you want to do that job. So when I just want to say thank you for for doing that because it's a needed needed job. Well, thanks. And I, I said our, our graduating class, the FOA fourth quarter academy of 2022, it's I think there's 16 of us and we were all like minded, motivated, positive. I think we're in good hands, the department in the future, if, if this is any sign of that. I would well, agree I, I, I don't know. I don't have much more other than, you know, you did say you did, you did tell us that you listened to the podcast quite a bit before you, you took this job. And one, did you believe say, him when he said that, Chris? You actually I, I, him no, I, I really couldn't. 
I, I, you know, I, I tell I heard of Teresa Chandler uh, years ago. I, I saw uh, an episode about carry. I learned about carry guides through this Wait podcast. Minute, maybe so maybe I, he did. Maybe I know. Maybe I know. No, I, I can, I can, you know, I can see him right now. I think he's on the SoundCloud website. I think he's just scrolling through. And he's <laughs> no, just picking no. that name. <laughs> I, I wish I could show you my subscribe podcast on my phone. But. Well, no, I would just want to say uh, that uh, it's a, it's a kudos to you that you actually still wanted to join the department after having listened uh, to us talk about it. Um, and, and even though Greg is your boss's boss's boss, or however that works out, uh, if, if you wanted to say who your favorite host, uh, you know, was, mm-hmm. you, um, we're willing to, to do that here too. You've got a little time. Oh, no, I, I both equal, I think, is uh, I'll take a political stance here. A great answer. Okay. Well, you're, you're, you're <laughs> learning the rules. Yeah. yeah, great answer. No, I, I agree. I agree with what you said as far as FOA in good hands because I am seeing the, the staff that that is walking through the door ready to do this job. And um, I think you're 1000% correct when you say that FOA is in good hands because, you know, the direction that this is headed and I think the modernization of our work away from, you know, the surveillance referee model to a newer, you know, more, I, I think more modern, just, uh, what what people get into the job to do it that way as a coach we're going in that direction and the people that are coming in do it to do the job are, i'm telling you chris it, it, they're raring to go in this direction and they want to support and advocate you know still hold people accountable to to teach them new skills and to learn from their mistakes but yeah it's it's good stuff and i and i agree with everything you said and i can't i can't thank you enough for one applying and and wanting to do this work because it is um i you know when we talked a few months ago it, this it's it's transformational work that you're doing right it's, it's this isn't just a uh, way for people to complete their probation move on to the next person this is transformational work that you're doing and you're having an impact on another human being's life and not only that human being and i will say it over and over again but their children right i mean that is you, you can't underscore that enough that the work you do doesn't just change the person you're dealing with but it changes their family potentially down the road and that is transformational work and you're changing the world, my friend. And I can't say that enough. You are. You, one one person at a time, you're changing the world. So thank you so much for doing this work. It is so important. And I know, you know, talking to Chris Gauss is very, you know, it makes you very nervous. I, I understand. <laughs> Everybody says that. But I can't thank you enough for getting out of your comfort zone and coming on the podcast. Really, you've been here for four months, but yesterday was your really official yeah. first day of getting cases and doing the work and not just learning and training. So thanks for, thanks for getting out of your comfort zone. And I hope that you can you know, be curious like this your entire career and get out of your comfort zone because there's lots of opportunity and, and, and I, I look forward to see where you land. So thank you very much, Dan. We appreciate you. Thank you both gentlemen so much. I really do appreciate this. Well, Chris, you know, I mean, it's always fun to talk to our staff, but I mean, that, that was very, if that one doesn't get you motivated to why people want to do this job and to remember why this job is so important, I'm not sure what will motivate you to do this job, right? I mean, that was, that was, um, that was good stuff. No, it's really inspiring to hear uh, a new employee and and what they bring to the to this job and and all the excitement, enthusiasm. It's really inspiring. I think, like I said, for not only people that work around him, but for anyone to hear that, I don't think you can walk away from that not inspired. And just to be able to go back out and do your job with a little more pep in your step and just reminding you know, yourself of why you got into this job to to make change and just seeing someone ready to go and start a whole new career. It's really cool. Yeah, it is. And you know, we should we should really think about. We'll reach back out to Dan uh, in the in the in the next you know year or so to see you know some of the some of the stuff he talks about some of the goals that he has for himself and you know just for the for the people he supervises to kind of see where he's at right I, I mean it's 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 really our it's really our job to you know to keep him engaged to keep him inspired to keep him motivated in that way 
And, um, you know, that's one of my goals in this position is, is to do that. So I look forward to reaching back out to him and putting him back on the podcast like in a year from now to see, you know, how he's doing and what where he's at with his goals, right? No, I think that's I think it's good. Yeah, but he, he can give us uh, the straight scoop on, on what your leadership has done for for the outstate area, and <laughs> no, we'll hear it right from right from the the ground level. If we could, if we could, uh, if we could delete that out of this podcast, that would be great. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, anyway, keep it in, keep it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so I know you know we do have a we do have a you know Dan was in the military. He was in the army, and thank you for thanking him for his service, Chris. I I missed that opportunity, and uh, you you always have. Always have our back on the podcast, so thank you. Because you could tell, you know, his father was in the military. He was in the military. It was clearly important to him. But this is probably going to upset him, right? Because he was in the army, and I know you have some some news, and I, it may upset him. I don't know. Yeah, uh, we we talked about him about it. He'll he'll be fine. But uh, okay. I know, like you said, he's in the army. But it's when this airs this week on Thursday, October thirteenth, is the Navy's birthday. So we wanted to say happy birthday and a shout out to all of our Navy veterans. Uh, who work for the MDOC or those who might be serving in the Navy Reserves uh, that work for the department. So a uh, big happy birthday uh, to the Navy and all the veterans there. Uh, and thank you for the shout out uh, recommendation. And that comes from Emily Rissman, who is the department's new veteran liaison specialist. Uh, and so thank you, awesome. Emily, for ma- making sure that we uh, make that connection and, and talk about that. And one, to get Emily's name out there because she's in this new position and is already doing great work been very impressed with her already and hope to have her on the podcast uh, soon so that she can explain to us what her new role is and, and how that's going to help with uh, all of our veterans. Uh, and so there's a lot to explain there. So uh, thank you, Emily. Uh, thank you to all of our Navy veterans. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, and happy birthday. Yeah, good stuff. No, I, I joke when I say that uh, Dan may be mad, you know, it's, but isn't there a rivalry between Army and Navy? I know, I know the football game is a big rivalry. I know that for sure. So now nah, good stuff. And uh, that's I, I agree. I, I think uh, I can't wait to have her on to talk about some of the stuff that she's doing and the department's doing, you know, just around our, our military personnel veterans. So, um, yeah, good stuff. So, Chris, did, I know last time we were on, I asked you if you took the survey. and I think your answer was maybe no. So have you taken the employee survey yet? Because, you know, you got a couple weeks left, I think. So. Have you have you taken it yet? Well, I, I think your hearing is bad, and you don't just listen, or you don't listen to your me when I talk, or listen to the replay of the podcast because I what, said that I what, absolutely what did, did take the first day of the survey came out, just like you. So, yep. um, this is to encourage everyone else uh, who has not yet taken the survey. Again, truly important, and uh, and like we said last time, it's a lot shorter uh, than it's been in the past, and so there's I think only one open-ended question. It's almost all entirely just. Uh, how you are feeling about the department. You have multiple choice questions, so you can really uh, move through it. It doesn't take very long at all, but the uh, effects of it are truly important. And we really just encourage everyone to take 5, 10, 15 minutes at the most to take that survey to give us some real feedback on how the department's doing. So again, you have until the 24th to do that. You'll continue to get emails from PWC uh, with the the link that's just for you to take that. So again, just encourage everyone to take it um, because it's really important. Yes, I, I couldn't agree more, and I'm sure I'll ask you next week um, if you take it, if, if you've taken it, um, and I'll say you haven't taken it. So we'll right. play this game again next week, and uh, I think that's all That's all I have. You got anything else? Yeah, well, awesome. awesome. Well, thanks thanks to Dan for uh, stepping out of his comfort zone and joining the podcast, and uh, stay tuned next week for a new episode of Field Days Podcast. 
Alright, as always, thank you for listening. We'd love it if you would help us spread the word about the podcast. You can do that by subscribing to the show on iTunes and leave us a review. You can always follow the department on Facebook at MI Corrections and on Twitter at Michigan DOC, as well as the FOA account at MDOC FOA and the CFA account at MDOC CFA. And you can send any questions you have to the show using the hashtag AskFieldDays.